Welcome back, everybody, to FanRag Fantasy Baseball. I'm your host, Al Melchior. And joining me now from 2080 Baseball to talk some Tigers with us all, it's Emily Walden. Emily, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, well, great, great to have you here. Um, and now, where, where can we find you? Where can we find you on Twitter? And uh, I think, uh, if I recall, you've got your own blog. So where, other than 28 Baseball, uh, where are some places we can, we can find you? Yes, my Twitter handle is just my first and last name. So Emily Walden, and that's Walden with an O, 2080. So Emily Walden, 2080. All right. Uh, fantastic. Well, uh, Emily uh, writes a, a lot about prospects and uh, particularly about Tigers prospects. And we did get a couple of questions from Twitter. So before we uh, get into some other things, and actually these questions cover a lot of what I wanted to ask you about anyway, Emily. So uh, we're, we're going to give people what they want uh, from at Nick E. Kroll. He wants to know, what are your thoughts on the future of Kyle Funkhauser, Joe Jimenez, uh, and other prospect pitchers for the Tigers. Are there any future Justin Verlanders in the wings waiting? So that's you know, that's a, that's a pretty high bar there. But uh, what what do we have in in the Tigers uh, pitching prospects? Yeah, that's definitely a very high bar, no question. Uh, you look at Justin's age and the fact that he's still being as effective as he is this year is really an incredible accomplishment. But I would say as far as looking at a rotation spot, I think Kyle Funkhauser is in a really good position to develop into that eventually. Um, He's a little bit higher up on the age bracket. He's in Class A West Michigan right now. Um, Put out 20-plus strikeouts over just a handful of starts. Really very effective. And one of his concerns coming out of Louisville was a drop in his velocity struggled with some command in his senior year, but he's really settled in. And so I think the Tigers kind of having him on a little bit of a slower rise to the top, I think will be beneficial just to help him build more confidence and see what he can accomplish at that level. Uh, and uh, what about uh, now he kind of, you know, is mixing in a few things here. He's asking about Joe Jimenez, uh, you know, who, uh, certainly on the minds of a lot of fantasy owners, uh, you know, looking at the struggles of Francisco Rodriguez. Um, but also, you know, in terms of other prospect arms, I mean, I know there aren't a lot of high-end ones at the upper levels, but, uh, you know, for example, somebody like Tyler Alexander, uh, is he somebody maybe who could uh, fill a spot this year? You know, Tyler is definitely an interesting option. Um, he's not a high-velocity guy. His fastball tops out at about 92, 93. Um, So it doesn't really have that plus material to work with. But the thing about Tyler is that he's a very smart pitcher. Um, He knows how to work with what he has. And I think that that level of intellect, especially as he continues to advance up into more consistency with the AA level, if he's able to really master AA hitters, um, I think that he definitely has a very decent shot to come up there because he's really made some good progress so far. And then with Joe Jimenez, um, I think his work speaks for himself. He's got, you know, close to an elite fastball. He pushes 98, 99 miles an hour. I've seen him throw 100 on multiple occasions. So the velocity is there, and I think really for him it's just a matter of developing this stuff. The stuff is already there. He's got one of the most disgusting sliders I've seen in the longest time. And, I mean, hitters can tell you, like, it's, it's a scary pitch. <laughs> it's one of those things that you really don't want to come up against when you're at the plate. So, for Joe, I think it's just a matter of him being put in those game situations that are going to stretch him, they're going to develop him, and I think he is definitely going to really contribute to a really high level for the Tigers. 
So how high of a level do you think he's going to be in the ninth inning? Uh, how, how do you see that situation playing out? Because it just seems like Rodriguez just has the world's longest leash. And, uh, you know, and then I would think that, you know, Justin Wilson might get a crack before Jimenez. But how do you see that all playing out? Yeah, you know, the thing about Rodriguez, he's the type of person that he has shown to be effective on and off of the Tigers. But unfortunately, with that system, they really don't have much margin for error. Um, they've been in a position where they've had some, some very promising potential, but unfortunately a mix of injury and just inconsistency has really kind of shot them in the foot. And so I think having options, obviously the Wilsons um, have done an incredible job out of the pen. I feel like they've probably been the most consistent across the board as far as the arms that the Tigers have to work with. Um, I definitely see Joe headed for that position. I think he is still a little ways away from having that full responsibility on his shoulders. He's just 22. Um, he's really got a good idea of what he needs to work with, but I think he's well on his way there, and I think the Wilsons could still really be a strong contribution to them too. Well, let's uh, go back to the the starters for a moment because, you know, a lot of people are focused on that uh, K-Rod situation and, and trying to figure out exactly how vulnerable his position might be. But I, I think that that Tigers rotation, you know, there, there's opportunities there. And it, it, it is unfortunate that they don't have, you know, great talent at the upper levels. I mean, you've got Buck Farmer who's been, you know, kicking around for a few years and um, I'm trying to remember, oh, uh, uh, Verhagen, who I think you just uh, recently uh, were writing about. Um, but, uh, what, before we uh, address some of those, uh, minor leaguers, I, I mean, how long do you think that Brad Osmus is going to stick with, uh, Matt Boyd or, uh, you know, I mean, even Jordan Zimmerman, I mean, I don't think for the money they're paying him, he's going to lose his spot, but, uh, the, the performance has been underwhelming so far. So where do you see opportunities for somebody to come up and actually join the rotation? You know, the thing with Matt Boyd specifically, um, I really think that he is still on track to have a good showing this year. Um, I think he is still relatively young in comparison to some of the other pitchers. And so there may just be a little bit of a kink he needs to iron out. But he has shown some really promising stuff for this year. Uh, Drew Verhagen, who is very, very encouraging considering he just came out of the uh, thoracic outlet surgery, I want to say last year, which is a surgery that can really knock a lot of guys out. Um, Kevin Zomek, another one of the Tigers' former prospects, actually made the decision to retire, and he was another one who had gone through that same procedure. So it's one that can either make you or break you. And the thing with uh, Drew Verhagen, he's shown that he can be consistent. And I think the biggest question that's been on people's minds, can he be consistent at the major league level in a starter role, um, in my opinion, I think he is of more value to them out of the bullpen at the major league level. Um, I think that that's something that he has proven he can work a couple of innings in relief, do a really good job, hold the opposition, and he's just got some incredible stuff to work with. I spoke with him at spring training. He said he's feeling incredible, um, had a big old smile on his face. And so I think that's a very promising sign for the Tigers. Um, and with Buck Farmer, I think the biggest thing for him, they just have to decide where they want him. Um, I can't think of another pitcher who has been flipped from starter to bullpen more than he has. Um, there were jokes that they were going to name the highway between Detroit and Toledo after Buck Farmer <laughs> because he was making so many trips back and forth. Obviously not his preference, but, <laughs> you know, you're kind of at the mercy of what the clubs need. And so Buck has some really, really effective stuff. But I think something people underestimate is the mental transition that these guys have to go through when they switch from the pen to a starting position. So for him, he needs consistency. I think that would work in his favor. 
and he could definitely still contribute to the Tigers in the future. Well, that'd be cool to be, you know, tooling down I-75, the, the Buck Farmer Expressway. Um, you know, maybe they can name a, a rest stop in, in Monroe after him or, or something. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's get back to the questions because uh, we, we do have a couple others. And also from Nick, uh, Nikki Kroll, um, who's the one prospect back we should keep our eyes on? And uh, I'm going to throw an, a name out there just because it's it, – I'll, I'll just full disclosure. It's somebody I own in a dynasty league, and he's had a really interesting year so far, and that's Kristen Stewart. So um, Stewart and, and you know anybody else that uh, you know you think we should be keeping an eye on both in dynasty formats and, and maybe even for a call-up later this year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you really can't deny Stewart once you've seen him at the plate and hitting one of those – famous, just absolutely destructive home runs that he has the ability to hit. Stewart is just absolute raw power. Um, the Tigers knew that when they first picked him up from Tennessee, he has done an incredible job, hit 30 home runs between high A and double A last year. And I think really the biggest thing for him is just learning how to master double A pitching. Um, he's shown a little bit of a struggle against some of the secondary stuff at that level, but I can see that he's becoming a lot more patient at the plate. Um, I think his uh, strikeout rate has dropped, if I remember correctly, for this year. And so for him, I think it's a sign that he is maturing. I think he's kind of pacing himself a bit more. And if he can stay on track, the biggest concern that the Tigers are looking at is just really seeing him be able to get to at least an average play defensively. Um, I don't believe he was signed to be an outstanding defender. Um, He ranks a little bit low on some of those marks. But because of the fact that he's so incredibly effective at the plate, I think he's well on his way to possibly even seeing Toledo this year if everything can stay on track. So he's somebody who's very, very interesting. And when you watch those home runs, I mean, it's it's hard to not picture him getting to move up eventually because he's just absolutely destructive. Yeah, I mean, he's got great power. He's also, uh, in the past, really pulled the ball a lot. And you mentioned the lower strikeout rate and also the pull rate's fallen. So there definitely seems to be some some adjusting in a good way going on. Uh, for Stewart. So I, I think it'd be fair to say then that Kristen Stewart is nowhere near the twilight of his career. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like what she did there. I like that. <laughs> I, uh, I've been, been holding that one in for a long time. So thank you for giving me yeah, the opportunity. I, I think that he, <laughs> I think that he, he's headed in a really good direction. And I was going to say another guy that if, if people have been following some of my stuff on Twitter, they know that I've had my eye on him for a while is the, uh, the transition of Anthony Ghost, um, which has been a very, very interesting route that he's taken moving from the outfield to starting to develop into a bullpen arm. Um, he's down in extended spring training right now. He's been throwing um, pretty well. They've had him throw an inning or two here or there. He's been clocked again up to, you know, 96, 97 miles an hour on his fastball. And what a lot of people don't know, he's a former pitcher. He was a pitcher in high school. Um, He had scouts looking at him. I want to say his senior year was back in 2008, I believe, and ended up coming up as an outfielder. So he's obviously got the speed. He has an absolute cannon for an arm. And I think because of the position the Tiger system is in, they really can't do much worse than what they have right now. (laughs) So I think that gives them a chance to kind of do a little bit of trial on some of these guys. And um, Anthony is an incredible athlete. He's just got an absolute natural talent. And so I think that he's really headed in uh, an interesting direction this year. 
Yeah, no, that's a really cool story. So we got one more question to get to. We've got less than a minute before break, uh, Emily. So uh, Stephen Moya, this is from at Jomo84. Is Stephen Moya still in the team's plans? You know, Stephen Moya is somebody that everybody wants to see succeed. The biggest challenge for him is just going to get that strike it, strikeout rate down. He's up to 40%. He's got to get that down. And if he wants to continue to move forward, it's going to have to be an absolute for him this season. All right. So watch that. And, and Emily, thank you so much for joining us. Wish I could have you on longer. Maybe we'll have you on again sometime. Uh, Emily Walden, check her out at 2080 Baseball. Uh, have a, a great rest of the day, Emily. Thanks again. Thanks so much, Al.